Corey's not BS back at you, back at it again. As you can see, I got my co-homie right now, Bryce Butler, back with me. Bryce, you and your sombrero are definitely welcome here on Birdie's Not BS, man. How you been doing, dude? <laughs> I'm good, man. You know, I got the top hat. I'm top hat fresh today. You know what I'm saying? Like my young, young Joe would say, polo deck fresh like Carlton, but I ain't laying, though. So Ooh. I'm feeling good today. How you feeling, bro? I can't complain, man. I just want to... Have you played golf in this in this hat? I just... I feel like even when I wear bucket hats, I can't quite nail my finish, but I feel like that one that one might help. No. You know what's interesting? Like, you just asked me that, and I think I'm going to try it. I'm going to see what I can do out there. It's hot out here, so I'm going to try it. I, I, the extra shade uh, can't help. Well, as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, I got Bryce Butler back with me this week to help me answer your questions, our questions, the hottest topics in golf right now. And Bryce, we got an interesting question this week we want to answer. Here we go. It's how can golf and patriotism evolve? Now, you and I, we, we knew the question coming in to before we started recording. Now, I, this is a very tough question because, in my opinion, as a black man from Versailles, Kentucky, not Versailles people, I'm from Versailles, Kentucky. Let's get Versailles. that out in the open. I don't know why people think it's Versailles. Spelled the same, but it's, I'm kidding. But where I'm from and what I've grown up, patriotism is the love of your country, right? That's, that's how I define patriotism. I would assume you, you define it similar, Bryce. Yeah, I do. I agree, 100%. I, I hate to use George Floyd's death as this timestamp. I hate that. I can't stand it. But we almost have to because it's kind of when people started listening and things started, the conversation started to happen and, and shit started to kind of erupt. And when I look at the events that happened in the U.S. Capitol in January, they also cited that they were patriots for an act of domestic violence. That's just what it is. They messed some stuff up, Bryce. Golf, in the same vein has had a interesting past and also needs to evolve. Now, we talk about this notion of patriotism, Bryce. What have you noticed about patriotism or the definition or the skewed definition that people have used in the last probably year, year and a half to help them combat their their social awarenesses? You know, that's quite that's that's interesting. Uh I have a question for you, Doug. Do you separate <laughs> do you separate patriotism and racism? Ooh, see, he Bryce gonna answer. I think I this. think I, I think that is where you know most of like the issue with this topic is, right? Um, right, that makes sense. I like but, I like to say I like to say. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. no, I'm trying to figure out how to answer your question. I'm still making faces, trying to. I feel like when I make faces, it helps me think better. So that's why I'm like. Right. So go ahead and think while I answer your question, because I I just wanted to pose that question for you because I want to hear what you think about it, but I'm gonna answer your question. So. I think in America, let's just talk about where I'm from. I grew up in Georgia. You grew up in Versailles. I grew up in, you know, north side of Atlanta, Gwinnett County, North Cross, Georgia. I think that patriotism means the same thing for all skin colors. But it's almost like this. My coach used to say this. I'm going to treat everybody fairly, but I'm not going to treat everybody equally. And what he meant was, you know, Bryce, you're not going to get away with some of the same things that Dak Prescott can get away with, or like Tony Romo can get away with, or Des Bryant can get away with, Jason Witten can get away with. Now, you might be able to get away with some things that the guy below you can get away with, but 
you know, everybody can't get away with the same thing, right? Okay. And I and I think I think that is where we're at in America because if if you talk to a black person about patriotism and then you look at what happened in January, you know, they're going to be like, you know, most of these people that claim like they're for the country, they're not because these people over here can get away with doing something like that and then like us as a community as a whole we can just protest something that we've been seeing for years and we're trying to get things changed and you know we're going to be met with more force so mm, i think clearly. That, clearly that that is a that is a encrypted question we need more time to talk about that yeah. Um, that's a series. <laughs> that's a series. That's not it is. 25 minutes. But I but of I feel like I feel like people are like because I'm a patriot, I could act out in trying to better and save. It's their it's it's their people are trying to protect and save their version of America, not the actual reality of America. And I think that's one thing, Bryce, that even the game of golf is represented is people have a certain ideal and they'll go to the extremes to protect their reality. You know, and that's what happened when when those those individuals decided to storm the Capitol and do some dumb shit uh and make a lot If they was let me say this out loud just so it's out. If had that been some black folk, everybody'd be dead. Let's just oh, say that. No, black and brown people all of them be dead. That wouldn't even have happened. They wouldn't have even gotten up to the street. Bro, they wouldn't have made it into uh, D.C. proper. They would, they yeah, would have been stopped like... at every, every. But anyway, look. But but the thing is, and and why I think this is important is golf because a lot of those patriots, Bryce, are the people that we have to give our money to. You know, when we go to the golf course, how do we keep the politics out of golf when basically golf has always been a place where you can actually talk your shit. With, with a condensed audience so they don't get out. You know what I'm saying? Like, golf provides this... The golf course can be this veil where you can go have those kind of conversations and nobody knows about it. Can't get caught. That has changed uh, a <laughs> lot. Um, I mean, we're in the digital era now, bro. Like, you know, we're in the era now where you can think I'm saying something off the cuff to my guy, but somebody over there recorded it and posted it. And, you know, you don't even really have the context of what we were actually talking about. So you didn't really hear the finish of my conversation. You just got like a 30 second sound bite of what I said. And now I can't get a job. I can't even go to Target and all that. So I think I think that's thrown Fair. out the window. But some of that was kind of like what we talked about earlier, um, you know, trying to be more inclusive. Like some people want to protect that exclusivity. Some people want to protect that I can go in this building and be what I want to be because like when I'm out in that real world, I'm a CEO of this company. I got to be politically correct all the time. I don't have to do that in here. I can tell you the truth about, you know, I'm not really down with, I'm not really down with this voting, you know, voting suppression law, or I am down with this voting suppression law, but right. I have to, you know, cause I'm, I'm the owner of, I'm just throwing randomly, you know, I'm the owner of Delta or I'm the owner of Target or I'm the owner of Chick-fil-A. Like, What's up I with you and like Target, man? You done, you done brought Target up like you know seven times. Target takes care of the, tar Target takes care of the babies. You know what I'm saying? Target takes care of the babies. So I just show love. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Target. I need a deal. Holla at me. Call me. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, it, you know, it's kind of like, it's funny. It's like a thin line, right? You know, on one end, we talk about, you know, we want 
inclusivity. We want more people to be involved. We want it to be accessible. But then on the other end, you know, we're talking right now about, you know, how can we protect certain things? Like, how can these people protect themselves, you know, when it comes to politics and politics in the game of golf and politics, you know, in life, you know, politics, you know, in the United States. Um, so it's it's funny because that's, you know, that's something that is a thin line because, you know, on one side you're like, oh, like I'm gung-ho about that. But then over here, like even me and you over here is like, bro, you can't do that. But then it's like they can look at us and be like, well, I'm saying they just anybody. I'm not saying white or black or whatever. But they can be like, well, you just said you wanted this from on this side. But then it's like, ah, we need to write an addendum. You know, we need 14A, 14B, 14C, 14D. So, you know, it's never really like an easy, simple, black and white answer. So, yeah, I mean, we could talk about this all day, though. What do you think? Yeah. Tell me. I want to hear what you think. I think I think golf has, has taken, has been so long one-sided, right? It's been very elitist. It's been very um, elitist, sexist, racist, exclusionary, whatever you want to say. But here's the thing. That ball don't know who's hitting it, and the course don't give a damn what skin color you are. So when I talk about golf and racism, it's a lot of the people I'm talking about behind the counter at the bag drop, you know, leading the clubs, leading the efforts. And those are the people that I think it's it's almost time for some of those people to transition out uh, and, and take on their new roles. And I think once this regime, and we're starting to see that at different clubs across the country, you know, I work in golf, as as the old guard is retiring, leaving, passing on to Jesus... Um, we're starting to see a lot more cool cats, a lot more open-mindedness within the game. I don't game. know if all of them are passing on to Jesus. No, I'm saying, but there's a few cats that's been out. Oh, fair. Some <laughs> yeah, of them ain't going to pass along to Jesus. <laughs> but I think what, suck, what sucks is that it takes time to make these changes. That's what sucks. Yeah. You can't just, you yeah. can't just say, we want in, or inclusivity in the game of golf, and let's have it now. Like, that's not how it works. And... As a guy that's been playing this game for a long, long time and being a part of different discussions about um, diversity and inclusion in the game, I'm, I'm, I'm almost fed up with the, the consistent drum of we need to do this. We need... Now it's time to, to put people um, from diverse backgrounds into positions in the industry that have hiring and firing power, uh, decision-making power, um, consulting power, that time is now and i and i think when i think of the you know patriotism and people that love the country where were the people that actually loved the country enough to stop this group of hooligans in january right and i feel right. like our bodies within the game the usga the world golf foundation uh pj tour pj of america i think they have an obligation to make a statement with who they have in seats right put people in the seats that mirror where we want the game to go. I don't think that's very difficult to do. I'm sorry. Like, people's jobs come open every freaking so often, right? Hire somebody. You know what I mean? And I think until golf is intentional, just as, you know, our definition of patriotism is intentional, that's when we'll start to see the changes that people keep talking about over and over and over. But from the leisure standpoint, I feel golf has gotten way better. From when I was a kid, yes. I used to go to course when I was a kid, and and you go, you've been going to course for a long time too, Bryce. I don't think a lot of people know your longevity in the game. You've been playing golf just as long as you've been playing football, if not longer, right? Yeah, yeah, I played golf as a young kid. Yeah, my dad used to take me out. Yep. It's just that we need to people. I need to be able to go up to any golf course in the public and be tendered or be taught by somebody that's brown, 
That should be a thing. Like, because that's going to help me stay away. I don't want, you know, black and brown people think all the time, I got all these white people telling me what to do at school, over here, this, that, the third. Then you want to take up a game, and then you got to listen to another white dude tell you what to do. I'm not trying to be racist or sound racist, but when you're a minority and you come from these diverse backgrounds, that's how you look at shit. That's just a fact. Right. Big facts. You know, uh... So, yeah, I mean, to go along with what you said, not trying to be super long-winded, I mean, when you think about big changes happen, I always say look at it as you're trying to lose weight. You know, me and you talked about that recently, right? You have to look at it like a fat Funny. guy looks at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's insensitive, it's easy. Right? It's insensitive. That's fine. Because <laughs> I, I, I was fat at a time, too. It's it's okay. I lost, My fat might be different in definition, just like patriotism might be different than you and me. Okay? So don't be upset at what I'm about to say. Well played. It's really easy to get yourself out of shape. It's really easy to get the country in in a bad spot. But it takes baby steps and methodical planning and strategy to get it back to where you want it to be. Or to get it back into a shape that it's never been in. And uh, But everybody, Doug, and everybody listening knows... You saw how fast you got out of shape. You want to get back in shape just as fast, but it doesn't happen that way. And you get frustrated. And a lot of y'all quit because y'all suckers. And so we have to think about that too. Like, and we have to be, we have to be more patient too. I, and I think sometimes we don't allow, we don't, we aren't patient enough because we're like, we've been, we've been here already. Like we've been there. Like I've been, I've been growing up. I was young. I couldn't go to the Atlanta athletic club because they used to be this way. Blah, 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 blah. And then now when they reach out, like my pops, we talked about in the last episode, he's like, nah, F y'all. I don't want to mess with y'all. But I think, you know, it's two sides of the coin. You have to think about it on both, on both sides of the spectrum. Like the kid that's our age, Doug, that we might consider a certain way for predominantly all his life, and then he's trying to change, we have to be able to forgive him and allow him to, I would say, repent. Not repenting to us, we're not acting like we're gods or anything, but <laughs> allowing that person to 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 know that, hey, like, you know, you're you made a mistake or you you felt this certain type of way, you found out you're wrong. Obviously, it's going to take a long time to really get those foundational thoughts that you have because right. it's not just one thing, right? It's 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 a building. It's building blocks. We we as the people that were um, marginalized have to be like, okay, just how we have to break out of tr- trauma. A lot of us, like uh, you know, a lot of my family members, you know, people that I know, they have a hard time. Um, they have a hard time being in positive situations because of all the trauma they've been in. Yeah. Like that takes time. That's deep. That's deep too. Yeah. You can't enjoy the positive, the, the good side of something because of all the bullshit you've had to be through all these years. That's, that's deep Bryce. But you know what? Other than the bullshit, as we're talking about patriotism, this is one of the worst transitions you'll ever hear in podcast media. <laughs> the American century <laughs> golf tournament is coming up this week. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, it's like, speaking of patriotism, we got to get to the American century. It's like, whoa, whoa, this don't even match, but I don't care. I'm sorry, I had to have fun in this moment. Um, 
Right. American Century. Bryce, number one, are you playing? They called you yet? Your agent got it set up for you, you to play they, American they, Century? They haven't called me yet. They haven't called me yet, Doug, but I know I will him? be there Watch his phone not ringing, people. Watch his phone. Come on. Who do we talk on, to? Come on. When when that happens, though, just know they will have waited too long. So whenever I get in there, I'm about to, I'm going to be competing. I ain't going to be like, you know, oh, you know, Bryce was there, but I don't see him on the leaderboard. By the time they hit me up, it's going to be like, Bryce, Bryce, who is this guy? The 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 passing of, oh, the YouTube, oh, the birdies, not BS, oh, the no, oh, he is balling. <laughs> They're going to be like, where does this guy come from? Because I'm, I'm just working on my game right now. So I'm actually, Doug, I know that's uh, a very fun weekend. You know, I know a lot of buddies that are in it, you know, Steph, Reggie, Jerry, I know Larry, Pat. I, I've heard a lot about it, but I do know... I want like you. I want to be competitive. I don't want to go out there and just be out there. Like I want to go out there and top ten. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or win that thing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, especially for a guy like Tony Romo, who I told you played me when I was asking him about golf. You know, when I was in my third season in the league. So, <laughs> but no, hold on. You you should be there soon. You should be there now because you got a freaking a show that's sanctioned by the PGA. I'll be on property. I'll be on property for the American Century, but I will not be in the championship. I you get, like 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 Meek like Reverend Meek Mill said there are levels to certain things. So Reverend I Meek I'm Meek still Mill. I'm still at the on the first step of however many to be considered anything. You know you got to do more than play golf uh, poorly in professional uh, instances <laughs> to be invited to these. I know of right right right. Right. Well, as you can see, Bryce Butler's so dapper with his sombrero on and got his button up to the tip top, looking like he's straight out of L.A. It is time for us to get into our fairway fashion segment with Miss Taria Palmer. You like it when I fairway fashion here again, Birdie's Not BS, the one and only, the one and only Taria Palmer. What's up, girl? How you doing? That's right. One and only. I'm good. How are you? Can't call it, man. I'm over here trying to get my, my myself together. You know, it's hot out here in Phoenix, so trying to just like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you gotta you gotta decide on what color you're gonna wear. Cause I feel like I yeah. can't wear the blacks and the navies, and I can't do that right now. It's 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 an no. inferno out here. We love black and navy, right? Cause those are just great classic colors, but they're just too hot, and they're too hot for what you're doing, which is golfing. So. There are some great colors that have popped out for the spring and summer that I think that people would be interested in wearing that are not as hot as black and navy. Okay, what you got? Tell me something about this Pantone for the summer. So one color is like a marigold, like an orangey. Do that. No, don't do me like that. The hell what? color is marigold? It's like an orangey, like tangerine-ish kind of color. All right, you got to say that. Orangey tangerine. Like... It'll give you no... <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Man, I use, I use, okay, so I'm not going to use the special color. I'm going to use the more in layman's terms. It's like an orangey tangerine color. So in the same family, right? It's like this really nice orange color that's cool. Um, it's fashionable for this season. It was on all the runways. Every color that I'm going to talk about was like dominating the runways and you'll see it in like almost any store that you go in. Another one is like a light blue, right? That's really, really big this season. I've seen it in suits. I've seen it in golf wear. I've seen it. Well, you gotta be, now you got to be more specific. We're talking Carolina blue. Are we talking so, sky like, blue? Carolina blue. Yep. Yep. Like Jay-Z said, Carolina blue. You remember that. You was around for that. That Maya and Jay-Z remix with the jersey dress. 
I had a jersey dress. Did you? I'm not gonna judge you. Did you have any oversized jerseys? Doug? Uh, duh. Right of passage. You had to be there. Like people, people. If you missed that era, I'm sorry. It was amazing. Um, another great color, and this is this is gonna be a little bit hotter. So I would save this for like later in the summer where it's not as warm. It's like rust. That's a like really burnt orange. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Mm. Burnt a burnt orange. I love that. It always looks very chic to me. Um, to me, does white ever get skin. his just do? Like, does white just, can white? I just wear white? Yes. You like, can you just know wear, what I mean? You like, can wear just... white, white. You can wear all white. I, I love an all white look. Like an all, um, all Caucasian outfit. I got it. We were all Caucasian, yeah. We were talking about, you know, the 2000s, that Diddy White party. We all remember that. My invitation amazing. got lost in the mail. Mine too. Um, maybe next time. But listen, white is always classic. Always looks great. Now, would you wear white on the golf course? Because you know y'all swing the and like dirt comes up and stuff. Like, how how do you handle that? My thing about white is is post golf when I'm eating. That's okay. that's yeah. that's why I wouldn't wear white. You know what I'm saying? Just because I'm not gonna always. You know, be the cleanliest. You of might them. miss your mouth. I, I have maybe. that badass luck where something always drops. So I try to wear like reds and yellows in case the mustard or the ketchup falls, and then I'm Gucci. In case you spill some wine or something like that. So another great color is like a mint green. I always when I when I think of like golf clothes, I always like a mint green pops into my mind as something that would be like a great contrast. Yeah, and it's light. It's a light color. You're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna be too hot. Um, another color is again similar to what you're wearing, like burnt coral, like that salmon color. I love that. It's all in the stores this season. It's easy to find, and it always just looks really. I, I don't know. It makes people look, brings people alive. I love seeing people wear coral, um, and like salmon colors. So I would say those would be my top ones. I know a couple episodes ago we talked about pink. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you about like the fuchsias and the and the purples. Is this the year for oh, yeah. purples? Oh yeah, all of those electric colors, blue, purple, pink. That Miami Vice stuff, electric. Yes. Okay. All in the stores. Those are my preferences. As you can see, I got a little electric blue going on here. It looks great. And it looks great on brown skin. All those bright colors, yellow, pink, um, like I said, electric blue, that electric like green color. All of those look amazing and they help you stand out. So yeah. And and they're again, they're not too hot. So yeah, I would check out all of those colors. Like I said, they they're super fashionable. One of the barriers that you won't have to find is finding those in the stores because, like I said, they're the hot colors for the season. So check those out. Well, there it is right here. Fairway Fashion. Birdie's not BS. Taria, we appreciate you. And how do people get a hold of you? You can find me at underscore the socialite on Instagram and at my fashion blog underscore the conglomerate. Taria, we appreciate you. And, and thank you for keeping us fly. We need this. Go ahead. Right here. You're fashion. welcome. Thank get you. Get together. Big shout out to Taria Palmer coming in here, holding it down as usual, trying to get us to look like Bryce looks so very dapper with his sombrero on and his button up with what? I don't even know what pattern that is. I see some different directions of, of stripes here, Bryce, but I love it. I wish I could pull off, 
you know, the clothes, the clothing choices that you do. But hey, thank everybody so much for rocking with us right here on Birdie's Not BS. Bryce Butler, I can't thank you enough for coming in here, co-homing with me for a couple episodes, man. Really appreciate it. Birdie's Not BS, that's where you get us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then birdiesnotbs.com. Bryce, how do people get a hold of you, man? I know you got a lot of stuff going on. We, we got to give them them channels. You know, let me give you the channels. Instagram and Twitter is the same. Bryce with an I underscore Butler. And then the YouTube is Bryce Butler Lifestyle. When's the Bryce Butler clothing line going to come out? Why are you wearing everybody else's stuff? Where that Bryce Butler uh, line? I, you know, that you know, duffel I'm bag not, boy. Ooh, duffel bag know, boy golf. Duffel. <laughs> Actually, I like the ring. I like the ring today. 